The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back, boys and girls, to Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander. Right across from me is the one, the only, Tammy, the underdog, Underwood. Say, and away. Is that, was that what you uh, said? Been, uh, something like that. I'll have to look Damn it up it. now. because I got it. Give me two seconds. She had it all set up for me, too, and I fucking I know. It was right it. there, Scott. Right there. Manny, who's on the phone with us as well, we right. got Todd the Killer Colep. Hey, Todd. Never fear, underdog is here. That's what it was. Never fear, underdog is here. <laughs> we have Todd the Killer Colep. We're going to do a little bit of Q&A with you today, Toddly. Yeah, Todd, we're doing a Q&A. Okay. That's probably well, be no. fun. Yeah, well, no, it's going to be fun because we post these questions on our uh, Citizens of Brutal Nation Facebook page. And we let our fans answer them, too. But I'm curious on how you would answer them. Are you ready? Sure. Okay, the first one is, do you think it is possible to diagnose a potential serial killer before they start killing? Yes. You do? Yes. Okay, explain why you think that. Well, I mean, I've, I've read of studies. Um, right. In regards to, like, brain scans, well, you'd have to brain scan everybody. Right. Um, you know, I mean, they even had, had, had my name printed in, I think it was National Geographic, uh, in two, the end of 2017, they mentioned me, but they, some doctor had done a brain scan of like 2,000 inmates, and he had found that uh, people who were sociopathic in, in all this, that they actually would show up with different brain waves. It doesn't mean he's going to kill anybody. It just would relay towards that. Um, yeah, because that, that was my question, is because, you know, because we did talk about how a lot of people in certain professions are actual sociopath or psychopath. They're just not killers. And so I was yeah. wondering if, you know what I mean, if how you would diagnose that if, you know, you have you can have somebody with well, a psychopathic not. tendencies, but they won't necessarily kill people. Well, you're not, because, I mean, you've got people who have totally shitty ass, shitty ass childhoods right. that never harm anybody in their entire life. And you've got people who had charmed lifestyles that go off and kill people. So there, there is no guarantee either way. Right. Uh, there are, in my opinion, there are markers. I mean, you can't tell me you don't see all these people on Facebook and some of the shit they say. Now, I don't think they should be banned. I don't think they should be, you know, run off into, you know, institutions. Right. But there's they a lot help, of things right. that people say that, that clearly they need help, and, it, and there's definitely markers that go and say, hey, you know, Jimmy said this, and they said that last week, and, you know, uh, Rebecca said this, and, you know, maybe we need to check back in with them and go, what's going on here? Right. Because I think a lot of people could be, you know, even in my case, John Douglas, in his book that he wrote, where I was part of, uh, The Killer Across the Table, and he mentioned the fact that of all the serial killers that he has met, the thousands he's interviewed, that right. I was unique, and the fact that he honestly believes that I could have been prevented, prevented, that this never had to come to this result if they had taken things seriously when I was young. The this moment you assassinated a goldfish. <laughs> why you always got to bring up that? I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because I, I I, I, I'm flipping through um, world's most dangerous killers or one of them that did one on Todd that has that one chick I sent you about from, We're, from Britain. The most evil. Most evil. That was it. So, for shits and giggles, I need a little I'm break. I'm not evil. No, I don't think you are. Um, and she, uh, just but, hearing her with great confidence going, well, all the markers were there. I mean, he was cruel to animals. He killed a goldfish. <laughs> and every time, it, it cracks me up because th- I sit there and think to myself, dude, you can kill a goldfish by accident, like yeah. by by like a bird pecking the window, and the goldfish has a fucking heart attack. So that's why 
It's, it's it's he's horrible. Because uh, both both Todd and I both think that's fucking hilarious. Because Todd had said before, yeah, I'm the mighty goldfish assassin. Um, you know, now if you're lighting if you're lighting cats on fire, yeah, that's a pretty good indicator. You're pretty fucked up. Yeah, very. Yes. Okay. Uh, you got some issues. You you definitely need to get your little ass locked up, and, and we're going to have some real in depth conversations in rooms that don't open at your request. Um, but it's hard to tell who who's a serial killer, who's not. There's no way of knowing, and I just think a lot of kids you can look at them and and the things that they're going on in their life. And if teachers would give a shit instead of so worried so much about you know which pronoun or whatever we're going to call them. Him, her, them, they, it, whatever, whatever the fuck is going on. Be a friggin' teacher. Look at your kids and go, okay, that one over there is writing some pretty weird shit in his essays. You know, when you keep repeating people's names and you know your little kill list and, and uh, I want Johnny to die, we right. might need to pull you off the side and talk to you. Right. Uh, start teaching and, and, and realizing that. Teachers are your first line of defense well, and of not what just, they see. They're with you all day. Yeah, and not just that. If kids are doing that, they're crying out for help. They just don't know how to ask for it. Well, there was one student that was a mass killer uh, in, uh, I, I want to say it was Florida. I think it was Florida. He was an adopted kid, and uh, he had obvious problems. I mean, tons of disciplinary problems, tons of anger problems, uh, a lot of stuff. And because his adoptive parents or his foster parents, I can't remember if he was fully adopted or not, but, uh, you know, kind of wanted to give him this safe place and and kind of cater to him a little bit. He still had access to large amounts of guns. Wow. Which I'm, I'm not yep. opposed to, but if your little kid, if, if your teenager is having all these issues and these, these, these attitude problems, maybe you should lock the guns away. Yeah. I'm just saying, maybe yeah. for everybody's, but not just not just everybody on the outside, but his own protection. Exactly. You lock that shit away until you. Hell, kinda, they, hell, they the give gun. you a gun lock. Yeah. Gun locks are cheap. Yeah. I have a whole rack of them on my wall. Wow. I mean, shit. Okay, so so let's go on to you brought up an ex- interesting point. So I'll kind of skip ahead to that question. Is um, do you think? Hang on, I gotta find it now. That all serial killers have a a unique characteristic, such as a brain defect or a you know what I mean, that kind of thing. No, you don't. You've got people. No, you're not. It's not a brain defect. Well, not. I didn't mean like a defect, but like a you know what I mean. Did you just call Todd retarded? I, I did a little bit. No, you just called Todd. Re- <laughs> I you know didn't. What? You're fired. I don't even like you anymore. You can't be calling him retarded. That is not what I said. I meant. I didn't mean like defect. I meant, but you know, like something. You're calling Todd freaking like retarded and defective. Shut What's up! Wrong I'm trying you? to speak <laughs> like an enlarged medulla oblongata or something. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Like their brain waves oh, I've got are off. Large, I've got something enlarged for you right now. You know, and you said oblongata. earlier that you're not evil, but I want to say, but you want to do evil things to me. <laughs> oh my God! Jesus Christ! This show's taking a turn for the worst. Should we get a room? <laughs> is, it, is it the same? Is it, is it still evil if I have you pay me for it? Why would I pay you? Aren't you supposed to pay me? Because if I paid you, <laughs> well, yeah. But if I paid you, they'd be thinking it's prostitution. If you pay me, it's you know lunch money. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tammy, I don't want to be cheap, but uh, you know, I fuck for Subway. <laughs> <laughs> so did Jared. Oh, oh ouch! <laughs> that was actually pretty good. I know bit, that I'm, was good. I'm huh? a little bit proud of you. <laughs> that, that was. That was. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't get one that good, but that's pretty fucking good. So, do you think a serial killer can be rehabilitated and return to society without reoffending? Yes. You do. There's a reason why you, I mean, don't get me wrong. You take one of these retards that's going out there and drooling on people. There's not that many of them, okay? But if you get some of these, these nutcases, some can, some can't. Right. I mean, you, you, you take the Son of Sam or what's his name, Berkowitz, eh, maybe not. And I'm not going to buy all this, I found Jesus, so you should let me go shit. Um, no, no. I mean, there are not, certain... And I'm not... 
you know, because Charles Manson I'm said of himself that he would do it all over again if he could. So Manson never killed anybody. That's true. Manson had his mind on pussy and getting high and having right. people do things for him. Right. The man didn't kill anybody. He sat around, said stupid shit, played with a guitar while two two hotties were on his dick. Right. What guy hasn't thought of that? And you know, we call those people that good at the guitar either. So, <laughs> yes, and maybe there's some bands I know, but they always got the, the lead singer, guitarist, always has two bitches with a side chick. That's why Scott. That's, true. that's, that's why Scott musician. sings and plays the guitar. <laughs> Just saying. Well, there, there, there's actually a meme that's very, very accurate. It shows. For example, my position in the band, which is guitar player and, and vocalist. I know and this one. It shows like yep. 20 girls next to him, right? Then it shows the lead guitarist, yep. 10 girls. shows the yep. drummer, 8 girls. And then it shows the drummer, and it shows yep. a cat. Hey! The drummer is a Hey, hey, your last drummer. <laughs> hey, hey. Huh? It's, it's, almost as bad as, it's almost as bad as what the bass guy gets, you know? You know, Scott's bass player is amazing. I love Matt. Actually, yeah, Matt, Matt is one of the best bass players that I've Matty played with. Matt is one of the best guys. I mean, he's just one of the best people out there. He he never gets overexcited about anything. He's always real, like, on the surface, chill. You know, somebody can be yelling at him. He's like, all right, whatever. And he, he's <laughs> okay. serious. Okay, but... <laughs> But tell the keyboardist to step off a little bit. You know, he's crowding me. You know, Scott don't here. have a keyboardist. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a keyboardist. But Scott's going to get a keytar. <laughs> I want one so I can do fucking 80s music. Everybody have fun tonight. You know, they, they invented the keytar so the, the keyboardist could come out and, like, get more active on the, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, I saw a documentary on it. Um, How yeah. woke are you? Huh? <laughs> How woke am I? Not I mean, at all. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you, that sounds pretty woke to me. I mean, um, give the guitarist. Okay, Shim. Hey, you know, you need to give the guitarist a little bit of, you know, stage time, too. I'm just saying. They were great to watch in the 80s, though. You know. <laughs> but no, they don't need stage time. They no. just need to do the goddamn job. You know what's really funny is Scott's old drummer yeah. wanted to have a microphone. <laughs> oh the drums, and we were like, no, dude, no, no. we can't even auto tune you that well. <laughs> um, no. Okay, next question. How, how, how do you think advancements in technology and studies in criminology have affected serial killing and crime and serial killer crimes? Our ass is getting locked up earlier. <laughs> what? I mean, seriously. <laughs> You think you think it's uh, people committing serial killing serial crimes like that? No. Okay. I mean, I think you're getting people getting. I think people are getting caught earlier. I mean, my God, there's a there's there's fifteen phones pointing your direction at any given moment. True. true. Somebody's filming you, no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Cameras are everywhere. If we're not filming this shit, we're telling ourselves on Facebook. Stop right. telling on yourselves. Right. You know, hey, I want to do a selfie now. Ignore the dead body in the background. She won't say shit. Hey, look what I'm having for dinner today. Ign- you know, ignore the fact there's a spleen on the table. I mean, what the fuck is with people? Right. You don't want to get, get busted. Stop filming this shit and posting shit. Right. You know? But you have criminology classes. Now, I, I don't think that we all fit in the same category. Uh, I mean, in, in regards to, you know, it's like in the earlier question, are we rehabilitated? I mean, could we be? Maybe. I mean, me personally, I went years without killing. Years. Right. I went entirely okay with never killing again. And then some fuck nut pulled a knife on me. Right. And I mean, I kind of knew it was coming, and I couldn't wait to reoffend. It was like Christmas came early. You stupid fuck. You pulled a knife on a guy who's trained for this shit. Wasn't it on Christmas uh, morning anyways? No. No, it was uh, uh, on the 19th. Oh, okay. On the 19th. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Um, it was Christmas morning when she started night. the fire in the, in the container, though, right? I believe so. Yes, and she okay. did not like what I had in the stocking. She did not like what I had in the stocking for her. 
because uh, if you light a fire with 200,000 rounds of ammo in the building, you're smiling, I'm not. Right. You just got to go. Right. Uh, sorry, but you got to go. But people could be rehabilitated. Now, I'm not saying release them into, you know, the wild society. Right. But there are places. It's like, it's like in here. I have not reoffended. I have never had disciplinary. Right. I mean, except for my first couple of years of prison, the first time of 15 years, I only had tick, I only had disciplinary for like four years. The other 11, I went disciplinary free. We do learn to adapt and abide by the rules, but right. then some people decide to give you an opportunity. Sometimes we digress and we take it. I'm not saying let me out, because let's face it, someone's going to try to rob me again, and I'm just going to have to off the fucker. Sometimes you just got to kill somebody. And, uh, there's never a shortage of criminals. So, hey. So, wait I'm a minute. What numbers. I'm hearing you say, and I'm going to quote here. Somebody else will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Sometimes a motherfucker's just got to die. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Scott knew what I was talking about. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you've got to go find somebody because some asshole today woke up and went, I'm going to go do something stupid. Right. There is a reason. Why they have a sticker? Turn off your fucking car before you change the fan belt. Right. Caution: This coffee is hot. If it wasn't hot, I'd be pissed. Right. You know. Um, do not put a fork in the outlet. I'm gonna learn that. Nah, fuck it, kid. Go ahead and do it. You want? Watch this shit. They won't do it twice. Uh, except for Scott. Scott would do it twice. Scott will do um, it three times. You know what? Scott will do anything once, twice if he likes it, three times if he's unsure. This is actually kind of true. Actually, one of my favorite signs that I ever saw was, y'all remember the uh, the the towel dispensers? It was a cloth towel on a big loop. Yes. And what have not. And I saw a sign on it. And at first, I thought it was stupid. It said, do not hang, swing from, or put your head in the loop. I'm like, That's fucking stupid. And then I thought about it. That's on there for a reason. That means some jackass did that. <laughs> and then Scott's yeah. thinking, yeah. <laughs> Ma, we're going to swing from the motherfucker. People, <laughs> now I got to. <laughs> but people do stupid, people do stupid shit. You know, a guy wants to give you $400 cash for a job that's legit. And what do you think? I'm going to pull a four-inch knife on him that I got at a gas station and stab him because I want to get more. Yeah. You know, I think I, I don't think I'm a, I'm guilty of a murder there. I think I'm just you're just you're just too stupid to live. I was Did making you just America take out the trash. Better Is place. that what I just heard you say? Pretty much. And I got a pretty agree. much. Yeah. Okay. You know. So, uh, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me let, let well, me get no, off that. No. So the next question is. Um, what do you think is significant about how or where a serial killer disposes of their victims? Okay. So you're saying where they dispose of them says something about themselves. Yeah. Do you think it does? I don't know. I mean, I have left bodies in a lot of places. I mean, the bike shop, I left them there because it was too hard to move them. Right. I'm going to have to call back here in a minute because it's going to time me out. Um, I had to, to I had to leave because it was too many. I buried some in my backyard, although my backyard was 96 acres, surrounded by another 400 acres. Uh, that was convenience. I was going to say, was that really um, backyard so much? As... <laughs> it's my backyard. <laughs> it's, almost as small, it's, it's, almost, it's almost as big as your backyard. I got Shut the joke. Up, Scott. I totally got the joke. <laughs> I know I did too, and I didn't like it. It took me a oh, minute well, for you. Know, I got it right away. I was just trying not to be mad. That's one of those. That's one of those jokes. You just let it just ride out and see if they catch you know, it or not. Yeah, you know, Scott. You really... <laughs> Scott knows that sometimes it takes me a minute to get them, but that one I got. <laughs> that was freaking awesome, man! All right, Todd, call right, straight back me, and uh... let me. Let me. Yeah. Be right back. All right. I'll just keep it rolling and edit it out here oh, afterwards. I'm going to scroll through our thingy because I can't find all the lists I had. Oh, 
I think Cheryl, isn't that the friend of Jen's that's coming out here with her? No, that's Sherry. Oh. Uh, I think this one lives in Illinois. Okay. I know that on her profile picture, she's got a picture of her and her Rottweiler, who is beautiful. Right, I saw that too, but I thought, because I was going through the one about if you're, you know, your friend, what if it was your best friend? And when um, Cher Lindstrom Gallagher is, no, Cher Lindstrom Gallagher, ride or die, bitches. So I'm pretty sure it's. No, no, because one's Gallagher, and then this uh, this is Cheryl Lucas uh, uh, Wolfgram. Oh, okay, okay. That's where I'm getting confused. There are too many Cheryls and Shares and people like that. And everybody shares and shares. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sharing is caring, motherfuckers. It's so funny because when Jen answered that question, she says no. And then she goes, ride or die, bitches. And there's this girl standing there with a shovel in a desert. Is <laughs> the gift she put up. I should have written down the fucking marker for this one. Oh, here we go. Call from to block any future calls. For customer assistance, dial 1-877-650-4249. This call will be recorded and monitored. Do not use three-way or call waiting features during this call. Thank you for using Global Tail Link. So that was your own fault. You see, you notice, you hit my button, I'm there. You look at the Tammy's button, it takes 23 minutes. Hey, now. Ouch. God damn. That hurt way over here. (laughs) That hurt. That was was straight to the heart. (laughs) That's fucking awesome. That that was painful. I didn't flick it. I'm going to cry. I caressed it. I didn't flick. I didn't flick it this time. I like that, though. Okay, I'm done. Jesus (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ, man. Okay, so here's one question for you. Is why do you think the topic of serial killers is so fascinating to so many people? Because we we are the other side of personality. We do the the outlaw. Some people like the the TV shows with the outlaw outlaw bikers. So many don't want to actually do it. Most right. of your Harley riders are, are not outlaw. Most of your Hells Angels are not even outlaws. True. They're just guys who like to ride bikes in their club and, and hang with the fellas. Right. Okay? They're not out there raping and killing and selling drugs and doing shit. Now, yes, some do. Right. But most are not. Most are some damn good people that give you a shirt off their back. True. True. I mean, I know a lot of them. Yeah. Same thing with, with, with crime. People want to know about the forbidden. Well, you know, could I do it? So-and-so dismembered somebody. It's nasty as fuck. Now, logically, nobody wants to actually see it or do it or sure as hell wake up in that mess. Right. But it's so out there that people are like, could I? What could I do? We see these TV shows like Dexter where, you know, the guy's good-looking and he's doing stuff right. like, oh, him, he's got such a... <laughs> yeah. You do, and, and, and you see the guy who's, you know, he, he's out there. Now, most serial killers are, of course, not Dexter. Most of these guys are doing some pretty warped-ass shit, and right. uh, they have some serious issues. I right. have my issues. They have theirs. I'm not perfect. I make, I, I do some pretty fucked-up shit, too. Right. I just happen to own up to mine and go, hey, it is what it is. Let's call it out. If you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. If not, whatever. Right. But people want it, to... It's like people get fascinated on a topic. You got people who want to talk about computers. You got people who want to talk about serial killers. You got people who want to talk about football. Right. If that's your thing, it doesn't mean you're going to become one. It doesn't mean that you're, you know, fucked up in the head. It doesn't mean you're suddenly going to all of a sudden decide to go off and do it. It's just that that topic. Right. You know, I get approached all the time, time by people who are going to, to uh, college or people who think about going to college. 
Right. To be, go into criminal forensics or to go into criminal justice. Right. And I encourage them. Yeah. But we're not all the same. But they like a lot of people get into this as, as a topic of it, it's so far out there. It's different. It's 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 it's, it's touching. It's like people want to get in the shark cage. They want to touch the shark, but only if the shark cage is there. Your ass ain't gonna get in the water now. Oh hell no! You know that's that's it's pretty. Cut- it, it's pretty interesting that you put it like that because Briar Mitchell answered this question. She says people want to touch the tiger. Well, and, and yeah. it's true, and a lot of people want to live vicariously through other people's stories and lives. Right. You know, like right. when I'm when I'm talking to like other people who've scuba dived. You know, there a, a lot of them will say, "I would never dive with sharks outside of a cage." Mm-hmm. And uh, I chalk it up to when I've done it, I did it because I have a mute. I have a total respect for for the life of the ocean, and I know that that shark doesn't eat me naturally. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not part of its natural menu. So it's not going to try to, especially with me not looking like it's natural food, it's not going to bite me intentionally to try to consume me. It'll bite it. It'll bite a cage. And it'll, it bite, they bite propellers because they, uh, both those things being metal, give off an electric pulse. And that's what they're trying to figure out what the yeah. fuck it is, if they can eat it or not eat it. Um, and I've had him look at me and go, God, Scott, how the hell are you diving with great whites, for God's sakes? Aren't you afraid? Not even in the fucking slightest. I'm more afraid of a chihuahua than I am a great white. And that's, that's being honest. Right. Because I've been bitten by chihuahuas. I've never been bitten by a great white. I've never had one even try. I've had one bump me and scare the shit out of me and make me spit my regulator out of my mouth. I'm going to bite you. No. <laughs> Don't well, you because you ain't got no lips. So I mean, I know you can take a big chunk but, out of it. But, but are you gonna spit him out? Are you gonna spit him out of your mouth? <laughs> I might. Oh, I thought you only swallowed. God damn. <laughs> well, I was gonna say normally I swallow, but you know. We're not. I'm gonna put that down on your freaking qualifications now. That's going in the file. <laughs> That's going down. <laughs> no, because I mean, and one of our other listeners also said, uh, Rebecca said, for me, I want to know why they did it. And I think that's why I got involved with this whole fascination because I had that experience with one of the worst serial killers in Oregon, you know, where I knew him personally. And so I always wanted to know, like, okay, what drove you to do that? Why Why do people go to that extreme? You know, but... Well, go ahead. Well, here's a two-part answer. Here's a two-part thing with me. I have been asking that question myself for years. I have asked to speak to psychologists here, psych- trying to get a hold of anybody, because I want to know. I mean, I went from prison where I never wanted to kill anybody to getting out, and then I built a life for myself that was very unusual. I became wealthy, then I became really fucking wealthy. I had anything I wanted in my life. Cars, planes, women, property. You know, uh, I bought what I wanted when I wanted it, and yet I still couldn't wait to fuck it up. I knew what the what the, what the challenge was going to be if I did this, and yet I kept doing it anyhow. Somebody would fuck around and, and, and do this. So I'd love to know why I did it. But when I ask it, nobody wants to talk to me. So I mean... So I, I can, hope, I can I kind of answer like your question for paper. you. I can kind of answer your question for you. Oh, go for it, because I was going to give a perspective. I was, go was going to say, we might actually have the same perspective. Maybe. Is that I think you did it just to, like, because there was a thrill of getting away with it. That's not my perspective, but we'll oh. go with that for right now. Okay, what's your perspective then? Here's mine, is that, like, for all of my life, I've been told that I'm going to be a failure. Right. Okay, and that's that's through childhood and everything like that. And while I've ex- I've excelled at proving people wrong that I'm not going to be a failure, that I'm going to be successful in whatever I do, I still have because I, I do suffer from depression. But I have that little voice in my head going, "You know what? You're not doing good enough. You are a failure." And then I want to self I want to sabotage shit, and I right. don't know why I do it, but I know that that little voice keeps telling me that. I shouldn't be able to do what I do. Right. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of plays into 
into that to where I'm, I try to self-sabotage a lot of shit. Right. And, uh, so that's, I can see that. Yeah. That, that, that's just how I operate because like even when, like on my med, on my bad med days, here's what goes on in my brain is uh, the pills aren't working for the day. And it happens occasionally. And then this little voice will be like, you know, Scott, you are truly a fucking piece of shit. And no matter what I tell myself, that's going to be in my brain. And it, there's a lot of neg- negative self-talk. It'll tell me things like, you know, it would make you not a piece of shit is, is if you went back to doing cocaine, you could do that. Or why don't you just why don't, why don't you just give up? Why don't you just totally, you know, just quit everything? You know, fuck it. You're, you're, you're already a failure. You know that. And I know that I'm not, but it, it plays at me and it eats at me all the fucking time. That's why I take antidepressants. Right. That's true. That's well, I mean, true. I, I, I get that because, like, I wasn't even trying to kill myself, but I put myself into a lot. I mean, I, I fly planes and man- manners that, I mean, I know I, I put cracks on that, on that fuselage. I know I cracked the wings. I know I did st- stuff that I shouldn't have done. I intentionally got myself into gunfights. Yeah, but you did it to see, I mean, to see how far you could push the limits. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not a thrill. If 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 there isn't a risk of you getting your ass handed to you, Mm -hmm. it's like the pretty girl at the bar. She may shoot me down. She's smoking hot. She may shoot me down. It's more thrill to go up there and talk to her because I may get shot down, but I might not. Right. But the eight guys around me, or chicken shit, because they don't think they have a chance. Hell, I don't know if I have a chance. Right. But I, I'll go ahead, and I will always walk through the door. I will always walk up to her and go, hi, I'm Todd. And, and start talking to her. Right. The fact is, don't come off like a jackass, but if you don't try, you don't know. Right. There's four people in the building. They're total fucking douchebags. I know the three of them carry guns. I call that a fair fight. Right. Okay. Let's see what we can do. Um... I, you know, I, I'm almost positive I ran into a guy who wanted to get his kill on. He never killed before. I was a real estate agent. He wanted to go see some bullshit land out in the middle of nowhere. He clearly was not interested in the land. He wanted to take his Glock with him in the woods with us for some friggin' weird reason. I think he tried to find a piece of land out in the middle of nowhere just because he wanted to shoot somebody to see if he could do it, and then chickened out. Right. What did I do? Fuck it. Let's walk in the woods for no damn reason with a guy with a, with a gun in his hand. Why not? Let's see what happens. Why? Because it was exciting. The guy clearly was not looking at the land. He clearly wasn't talking about building anything. He just wanted to walk around a bunch of friggin' pine trees where nobody else was with a guy that he thought he might be able to get away with. The thrill right. for me was, let's see if he does it. If I get shot, I get shot. <laughs> then again... Right, I know it's right. weird. No, but there is a bit of a there is a bit of a thrill in it. Can you get away with it? Can you do it? My thing is never the thrill, the kill. My thrill on it was all the training that I was going to do on other stuff, and then could I actually do what I was trained to do? Could I right. do it in the manner I was taught to do? Could could I actually be what I thought I was, uh, or was I just full of shit? You can train all day long and whatever, whether it's shooting pool or shooting people. Right. Until you actually chalk up and get in there, you don't know. I wanted right. to know. Okay. Find a dirt bag, find a piece of wanted to do criminal shit and get it on. Well, I'll, right. tell you, I'll tell you what gets me with people who want to uh, dismember bodies or, or even entertain that thought. Nobody realizes it's not the chopping up the body that's going to make you sick. No. It's the smell. Yes. Because I've been present during a few autopsies. And because uh, I've had friends that just do weird shit. And, uh, you know, okay. say, hey, man, you, you want to witness an autopsy in real life? Yeah, fuck yeah. And I was prepared. And it wasn't making the Y incision. It wasn't even taking off the, the, the top of the skull. It wasn't even feeling that all that. Huh? The, it, the fucking smell. That smell will get you. It doesn't matter even if they're, like, fresh dead. Yeah. Yeah. And this is out of a body that's been cooled. I, so, you know, the smell isn't yeah. as bad. It's yeah. a hot body. No. It is nasty. Fucking nasty. Yeah, no. As soon as somebody dies or right before I, I they take their last breath, it. it's bad. So. I never have a problem with the smell. See, now, I got rid of all mine rather. I got rid of mine rather quickly. 
See, and so I was going to say that's yeah, that's what bothers me about some of our killers. It's like they stayed with the body for days. It's like ew, ew, ew. I, I want to get in. I want to get in, get done, get get cleaned up, and get ghost. That that's I what you said about your date last you. night too. But whatever. She got paid. But, um, <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> She's probably still in the shower. <laughs> but you digress. I don't, I, don't want, I don't want trophies, and I don't want to remember all this shit. I had a situation. I want to get in, get gun, get cleaned up, and get the fuck out of it. To me, I look at killing as, as a chore. This person's a fucked up person. I'm going to step in. It's like taking the trash out or, or doing the dishes. i right. got to take care of this, this, and this. Then i got to get cleaned up because i got to pick up the kid for track. I don't relish in the fact that I've got a dead body. The smell, I get the smell. If you've ever shot anybody in the stomach, that smell is god-awful. Yes, it's now, the viscera, yeah. The smell, it is rough. But the smell of, of, of someone dead has never bothered me. But if you puke, if you puke, I'm going to puke. That is one thing. If you even make the gagging like you're going to puke, I'm going to have a problem. I'm right there with you on that one, that, 100%. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it doesn't yeah. bother me. Mm. I you just can't handle. I can't handle the smell of dog. vomit. But yeah, if I see the dog even hacking like he's going to do it, I got to go left because, quite honestly, I, I may do it because he's doing it. It, it, it fucks me up. That was, um, that was the way it was with my son. Every time he got uh, would, would be sick, and if he was throwing up. I, mean, I was always there for my son. I'd you know help him. He he hanging over the toilet, throwing up. I'd be rubbing his back when he was a kid. Going, it's okay, buddy. Meanwhile, trying to keep my vomit down. Going, okay. It's gonna be a. <laughs> and he's, like, but daddy, I feel so sick. And he's throwing up, and more than once I've had to say, okay, buddy, you just sit here. I, I gotta go. I'm gonna go get you some water and walk out to the kitchen, drink water myself. Go, okay, okay. Look, you need to be the parent. You need to be the parent. Yeah. You cannot. Get sick or be weak around your son right now because he's sick, and then go back in and do it again. Oh yeah, go. Yeah, I, I don't. See, I don't handle me, vomit. It, with me, it didn't bother me so much the vomit, but the smell of it, I couldn't handle the smell. But now, let me ask you this question because I can't direct this one towards you because obviously the answer is yes. But do you think in people in their wildest rage, anger, jealousy, whatever, do you think everybody's capable of committing murder? Yes. You do. It's been done since the beginning of time. That's true. Cain and Everyone, Abel. <laughs> everybody has a potential. Mm-hmm. But there's always that line of the line in the sand of could they cross it? Uh, you have a woman who would never in her right mind ever consider killing somebody until you hurt her child. Okay. Uh, That's true. You've got Scott. Scott, who may never be wanting to kill somebody until you mess with his bourbon. <laughs> or my guitars. Uh, you know, or my guitars. Or, or his squatch. Don't mess with his squatch. You're mine, girl. You're mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like not take, I'm, not taking, I'm not taking you to Zales, girl. I'm taking you to Home Depot. Well, you know. A, I'm, a, I'm allergic to jewelry anyway, so it's all good. You missed that he's taking you to Home Depot I got it. sell on chains. That's fucking awesome. No, I got it. Right. I went right over it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell y'all, but you could use a plastic chain on her. She ain't going nowhere. I ain't going That's nowhere. That <laughs> you just have a little plastic chain. You're like, yeah, that ornamental shit. You'd be like going, okay, I locked you up. You can't go nowhere. Dinner's at six. <laughs> Shut up. I'm allergic to jewelry anyway, so you can't even get me with that whole let's go to Zales. I don't care. Go to Zales. <laughs> but Yeah, I've heard that shit I have heard that shit too until we walk by Zales and I open the eye I start batting Daddy I like. Uh, you know what? I love I love jewelry. I'd love to be able to wear wear jewelry. I'm mad as hell that I had to get rid of my nose ring because I was allergic to the metal. I was mad as hell. But that's why I only wear surgical steel. I couldn't even wear that. Oh, I, I tried everything. I can do surgical steel and I can do titanium. See, and I even tried. I went to 14 karat gold, didn't work. Tried surgical steel, didn't work. I was just, and I got tired of it. So I took out the nose ring and got a tattoo. <laughs> so how does Hollywood's portrayal 
excuse me, I'm spitting over here. How does Hollywood's portrayal of serial killers compare to real life serial killers? Not even close. No, no, no profile. I mean, come on. Every profile or TV show is, you know, single white male, twenty to thirties. Uh, you suddenly know that you know what he drives, where he lives, and they have instant information on him. Bullshit. Right. Half the time, people come in contact with him a dozen times a day, and nobody even thinks about it. That's true. Or That's her, true. There are females that come in contact with him until you get the right time. I mean. Not all serial killers are out hunting. Sometimes right. they just how how they resolve problems. Others are looking at you know doing things because this reminds them of Bob or this reminds them of some bullshit. I mean, there's there's a million different directions out there, but Hollywood doesn't want to tell you how serial killers are. They want to tell you how you should be fearful and scared and make sure you buy popcorn on the way in this thing because they get part of that profit. But they want to showcase what you think they are to get to get. It's like what movie is real? The car does not jump over the dam over the damn bridge. This shit doesn't work. You know, you don't do certain things. But in, on TV, it works. In movies, it works. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're not creepy guys in the woods. I mean, yes, I own the woods, but I'm a real estate broker that. Flew airplanes, helicopters. I, I did a lot of shit. Um, I wasn't the creepy guy in the basement, you know, whacking off the anime and, uh, you know, looking at, you know, uh, horror flicks all day. I don't even like horror flicks. And I don't like anime. Right. Um, but, I mean, you, their version of serial killers in reality I don't think is, is the same. Um, in real life, it may not... It may not. People don't want to buy that. People want to be scared. People want to, to the evil. You know, we all have horns, and we all drip blood, and we all eat people, and we all do all this crazy shit. That you should understand that if you're black, or you're the the, the slut, or you're uh, uh, you know anybody odd in the movie, you're the first one to go. Right. Well, you know, and and, and imagine no, this. I, I, I want to put this out there to to the listeners. Okay, let's talk about let's let's take Todd's past. Off the table, okay? You just you you just yeah. see Todd and I. We're, we're we're hanging out at a bar, or you even see me calling him. You know, uh, talking to him like I do the rest of my friends. Like, hey, pole smoker, what are you doing today? Let's go get a fucking drink, or let's uh let's go out and shoot. Would you look at Todd and say serial killer? No, no, you wouldn't. Okay, let's take it a step further. Let's go with somebody that Todd doesn't like, but Jesperson. He's a truck driver. You see no. him and I hanging out at a, at, at, at a truck stop, and we're talking truck shit and just shooting, shooting the shit. Would you look at Jesperson and go, serial killer? Not at all. No, you wouldn't even say that about <laughs> BTK. You might, nope. look, you might look at Raider and go, he's kind of an odd duck. I mean, yeah, this, he's really, he seems really regimented and, and staunch and just you know, kind of, kind of uptight, but you wouldn't look at him and go, that's a serial killer. But you're thinking Bible thumper. You're thinking, okay, he's kind of rigid because he's in the Bible and stuff. He's, you know, yeah. he, he was a deacon or whatever it was at the church. All right. of them, whatever at the church. And you would chalk it up to religious beliefs. You would never think this this crazy fucker is raping little kids and hanging them from the, from but, the damn chandelier shit. But yeah. you wouldn't have even thought that about Jeffrey Dahmer either. If you looked um, at Jeffrey Dahmer walking down the street, you wouldn't think, oh, my God, I'm sure he eats people. Right, exactly. You would look at him and go, God, man, that know. seems you like he's problems. Him and you know he was eating people, but the guy he was eating was smiling. <laughs> yes, exactly. You'd be like, um, I'm he, pretty he, sure he's a pole just, smoker. Scott, stop that. All you that. saw was a gay guy. All you saw was a gay guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're pretty common these days. It's not like it's a big deal. Okay, dude's gay. All right, well, yeah, he's a little flamboyant. And? Right. I mean, it's, it's not, nobody would go, oh, I bet he kills people. You would never think that Dahmer was, the Dahmer was, I mean, you knew he was gay, but to think that he was homicidal would have never came to mind. He was just right. a flamboyant guy who liked, who liked to be with other dudes, and you go, I, and the fact right. that what he was doing would never came to mind. In my case, I've got f- friends in my first client I ever had, they still come visit me. These people knew I had done prison time. They knew I was an ex-con. They knew I had guns. 
they knew I had submachine guns and I had machine guns and assault rifles and all the suppressor shit because their, their, their husbands would come out to my land and I would, you know, they bring their little AR-15 and like, you want to shoot it? Yes! Hell yeah, I want to shoot it. You want to shoot mine? Don't you never ask. All right, watch that selector switch. It's a little touchy. And I mean, we hose down targets and they're like, you're an ex-felon. I'm like, yeah, I know. Don't tell nobody about this. But everybody knew this. They knew I had a weird past. They knew I had some, some darkness in the past. But I was that guy that they all wanted to hang out with. I was the cool guy who did all kinds of crazy shit who had, had the dark past. Right. They never thought they were going to get hurt. And none of the people who hung out with me did get hurt. Well, yeah, I was going to bring that up, too. Fuckery shit. I was going to bring that yeah. up, too. Like, if, if you I mean, and I were hanging out, even if I knew prior to you going to prison or anything like that, let's say that hypothetically I knew that you killed people and that they're buried on your land, and I knew the reason why, I would not feel like I'm in danger. I wouldn't be looking over my shoulder going, Todd could get me at any minute. But Hollywood wants you to believe that. You know, uh, they that's why you never see him feature people. Like, we did a guy named Ronald Dominique. This guy here is the last person that you would think would kill anybody. Very unassuming, kind of on the retarded side. And I don't mean that as a as a vulgar thing. It just was. He was diminished. Yeah, he was diminished um, capacity, yeah. He, he could barely walk, walked with a cane. This guy killed guys, big guys, and dumped their bodies. Nobody would have ever guessed in a million years that he was even capable of doing that. But Hollywood doesn't want you to see that. You, 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 you touched on a really good point, man, is that they want you to think that every time you leave your house, there's a serial killer who's looking at you. Wanting to kill you. Yeah, who's going to kill you and, and come in and he's going to, like, rape your family and shoot your dog and all kinds of shit. And that's just, that's not the case. Well, and that's just all. it right there. And we talked about it that in the Miss versus Facts that of all the murder committed in the United States... I mean, of all serial killing cases in the whole world, the U.S. tops the list at 60-some percent. However, in every killing case in the United States, only 1% of them are serial cases. 1%. Yeah. So people don't understand that that's a very low number. And so, you know, it's like, I mean, I think... Wasn't it uh, Breyer that said the chances of you getting targeted by a serial killer, you have more chance of getting hit by a meteor or yeah. something like that or struck by lightning or, more than once or something stupid, you know, crazy. And, and, and it's true. It's yeah. true. You know, um, now, granted, there are professions that increase that possibility. True. true. Prostitutes, <clears throat> number one. Prostitutes, people um, who are who are vulnerable naturally, like homeless and things like that. Right. Um. You know, or people that are in the drug trade. Because there's, there's, there's still vigilantes yeah. out there. Um, yeah, definitely child molesters, I think, are, are, are part of that victim pool because there's there's several people that I got to admit, if I thought I can get away with it, I would hunt down child molesters. Right. I, I, you know, I'll freely admit that, that I would pop every goddamn well, one of Well, every single one of us, like I said, we cheer for Dexter. Every yeah. single one of us thinks we have a little Dexter in us, you know, because we want the bad guys yeah. to lose, you know. And damn, he was I good had looking a friend too. Of mine, I, had a, I had a friend of mine who who kept telling me for years that I should watch Dexter. And you would get into it. You would get into it because I never watched true, any true crime. It was never my thing. She, and she was like, you should watch Dexter. So after it was like out for like three seasons, I finally got it on Netflix. I was like, ah, right, what the hell? I'll watch Dexter this week. I got them better to do. But let, let's see what the hell she's talking about. And I instantly fell in love with the show. And then she's like, how'd you think? And I'm thinking, I can't tell her that I do some of this same shit. <laughs> now, I never thought of myself. I never thought of myself as a serial killer. Right. I never did. I never con considered a serial killer. I didn't. Never thought of the term. I always thought I was just a guy who, when I got involved in problems and people did some really fucked up shit, I just removed the problem, which meant removing their life. Right. And then I went on with my day. I mean, I'm a pilot. I'm a real estate agent. I did a lot. I mean, I, I identify as these kind of things. Right. I, 
I still have a hard time sometimes identifying, like, oh, you're the serial killer. Mm, no, I'm not the creepy guy on TV at all. I'm just the guy who's... See, and I, just I look at you as, like, you were, but you weren't. You were more like a serial mass killer. Now, here's how I view you, Todd, is that while everybody wants to give you that moniker of serial killer, and by, by technical yeah, by, terms, Yeah, you by are. definition, you are. By, by definition. legal definition, yes. Yeah. I consider you a trash collector because, by yep. and large, what you did was exactly what you said. Kind of take out the garbage. And I, and I, God, I, you know, I get so much hate mail because of my own fucking mouth, but I got to go with it anyway. Um, I can't fault you one goddamn bit for uh, killing, uh, God, what were their Johnny. names? Yeah, Johnny and, and, and that other twat. What was her name? Megan yeah. or something like that? Um, you know, I, yeah, I can't fault you one damn bit because for fuck's sakes, these assholes are getting ready to kill you for what? For what you have in your pocket? So that, that to me was more self-defense in a roundabout way. But, but where I, where I try to bring reality into it, because I don't like the, the, uh, I, I, I prefer to take responsibility. Well, no, totally. Yeah. I don't like to go. It's, it's, it's somebody else's fault. I mean, I knew he was going to do something. I could tell he was going to do something, and I can't say that I didn't get a little bit excited going, hot damn, I get to play again. Now, with Charlie, I should have just fired him and, and, and let him leave. All I should have right. done is fired him. Uh, the bike shop, honestly, that was egos. They were talking shit. I got, I got in my feelings. I went back in again. They're talking shit again, and I went, you know, the man threw a challenge out there, and I went, fine, fuck it. Watch this. Challenge accepted. Hold Looking my beer. It, I... <laughs> what? No, yeah, hold my it. beer. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, I, I, I agree with you, what you're saying there, because there's been times I put myself into situations uh, well, and, because of just because of my ego. Yeah, but we've That's, also talked yeah. about how we don't condone any of the things you did. No, we don't condone um, it. But well, there are certain of. things no. that we can see it from your, I mean, like, I mean. I guess that's basically what we do with our show anyways, is we try to put ourselves in the same situations. You know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, just like, um, it's, it's, it's really hard to explain, but because. Uh, well, even I don't entirely, I don't even entirely condone what I did. At the time, it's like looking back. At the time, I was in my feelings. At the time, the guy kept mouthing right. being an asshole. And I went, I. Well, Hindsight is always twenty twenty. <laughs> you know, like a, and I waited for the guy with a kid to leave because I don't harm kids. I won't even <laughs> right. do, a, do a crime in front of a child. Right, but, and you had even said that if you would have known that the mo- the the accountant was there too, you know, you didn't know she was there at the time either. So I didn't. I would have. I would have let her. I would have let that one go. Came back another time. But, I mean, the guy just kept saying stupid shit and, and, and egging it on and egging it on. And, I mean, I eventually, I, fuck it, it's on. Now, looking back, I wish I hadn't done it. I wish I had just gone ahead and, you know, uh, popped him in the mouth or throw a brick through a window. Or, you know what, just don't send him any more fucking money. Right. I mean, in today's society, you just blackball him with reviews until he goes out of business. I mean, you don't have to kill everybody. And looking right. back, I wish I hadn't killed him. But I did, and I own up to it, and I move on. Right. Charlie, I wish I had just fired them all and said, you know what, fuck it, this isn't going to work out. Uh, clearly, you're a bunch of fuckheads. Um, leave. Right. And that's all that had to happen. Instead, I put 340 cows in his chest, and uh, you know, I, I, I put Kayla in the shipping container because it was like, do I kill her or do I lock her up? Well... Why decide that today? Let's just lock her up, and I'll I'll deal with it tomorrow. Tomorrow became Thursday. Tomorrow became three Thursdays from now, and then all of a sudden I get arrested because I just didn't want to kill her. Right. You know, I don't care about her. I wish she would get her shit right. She just got rearrested for 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 meth, eighty five grams. You know, I just wish the woman get her get her act right and and, and have a good life. I mean, uh, right. She's. It is what it is. But I mean, I don't really. I don't get into killing women, and I mean it. I, I think America gets the wrong idea of of who we are. That that is a tiny little piece 
of where we are on that day at that time when it just said, fuck it, let's do this. Right. Not who we are the rest of the time that leads up to it. Because none of this shit just happens out of nowhere. The guy who went to go kill the prostitute, he thought about it. He got excited. He watched different kind of porn. He did shit that you can't tell me someone didn't realize something was off. We right. don't just suddenly pop up on a Friday and go, I'm going to get my kill on. There was a lot of shit that, that led up to that that people saw and just didn't want to be involved, didn't care, turned a blind eye. Well, see, and we uh, had that actually with one of the cases we covered, Scott. Uh, well, cool. Okay, yeah, we had Carol Cole, but we had one that was more recent. There was a guy in Malala. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm you did that names. case by yourself. I'm so bad. I'm so bad on names, and I do apologize. Um, but um, so what happened was he knew that he was going insane. Yeah. He had a bunch of guns. Yeah. He actually went to the cop shop, turned his guns in, said, look, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to kill somebody. I need to turn my guns over because I've got major things going on. His mom knew it. His, his sister knew it. Everybody knew it. But yet, here in America, we have a mental health issue. A so, crisis. Yeah, and there's not enough facilities to, to help these people, nor is there enough funding because, hey, mental health doesn't really pay the politicians. That's true. And uh, with that said, you know, I I don't think that there was enough resources to help this, this kid out. But long story short, he literally woke up in the morning, killed his mom, killed his dog, yep. cut his mom's head off, and took her grocery shopping. Took her head grocery shopping. And assaulted a store worker. Well, you, well, you had to take her with you because, I mean, you don't want to have to go back and ask her, you know, which brand she wanted. I mean, take her with you, damn it. <laughs> what kind want, of cereal did you want, Mama? What kind of, <laughs> kind of Triscuit did you want, Mama? Because there's like five different varieties now. <laughs> Scott yeah. can't go to a store alone anymore. <laughs> I can't. He needs a handler. <laughs> So that that's actually true. That's why you do my shopping for me. Well, I actually like going to the store with you because you're fun as fuck. Because I don't get out. You're I don't like get a out kid in the candy pub- store. I don't get into uh, out in the public very often because I'm working all well, the time. Because we don't like you in public. And I have so much fun when I'm shopping because I literally uh, people look at me weird because I talk to everybody. They don't understand that I don't get a chance to interact with people all the time between the show and the band and everything else in the world that I do. When I get to interact with people, dude, I am. I have so much fun. I ask questions. <laughs> I just, I, I have a blast. I have a, it's, it's like being at Disneyland. Yeah, totally. And then we make a mess with the chickpeas all over the floor. I felt like an asshole. <laughs> hey, I, that wasn't I, our fault, though, but we waited until we could get somebody to help us. And I did apologize profusely for making yes. a huge mess. Yes, but still, it was like, no, Scott's fun to go shopping with, honestly. But um, oh, I, I love to go shopping with the right people. Although I will tell you, if you t- if you make the mistake of taking me in the aisle in the grocery store where they have the maxi pads and the tampon, oh. you will never ever take me shopping again. Do you want to hear you something bizarre? You want to hear something bizarre? It's I was in the store with my son the other day. This is how embarrassing I this is. I was with my son the other day, and I just happened to we were going down one aisle because I was looking for something specific. And I looked up and I, I got caught in the, like the KY jelly Trojan condom area. And I like couldn't move for a minute uh-huh. because I was shocked that they were selling bullet vibrators in Fred Meyer grocery store. Hey, man, everybody needs a bullet. I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't believe they sell that in a mainstream store now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought awesome. you had to go like. I don't know, to a different shop for that. But or order them from Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve knows me by my first name. Yeah, well, I mean, Mr. Peeps in Hillsborough knew me very well for a while. Did I ever tell you that my ex-wife? Yes, two? you did. Because I, I yeah. worked for a security company. I told you that. I worked for a oh, security yeah. company when it came up. And we were looking into getting the bid for video because we thought it was going to be a furniture store. Yeah, my second ex-wife yeah. designed this humongous freaking porn store because at first they said it's going to be a furniture store mm-hmm. and it, it has to have curb appeal yes and that's what she designed it as and it turned out it was a big porn store and, and nobody knew till the day it opened and all the activists were sitting there going if we're going to write down people's license plate numbers and, and tell everybody that you came here i'm like fucking let's go that's right let's do it let's, let's <laughs> drive right up there i don't care yeah so um now well, todd we still got you 
Yeah, I was going to say, I hear it. Let him have a ride. Oh, <laughs> my bad. Oh, I I also want to bring up I a little something. I was not masturbating. Uh-huh, sure you were. this time. <laughs> Anyways, I just want to bring up a little something, something here real quick. Is, by golly gee whiz, is that every time I see that picture of you sitting behind the controls of that airplane, I think you're damn uh-huh. good looking. I'm just saying. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, not so much. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Todd, you're still a sexy beast. He is a sexy beast. <laughs> no, I, hey, I just I hey, was looking I'll at that photo. Right and I, yeah, I kept telling Scott. I said, "Damn, he's good looking." Now, I will tell you, things have changed a little bit. I've gained some weight. I've gotten some age on me. But I will tell you, when I go in the shower and I masturbate, I call out my own name. Can you? Fuck yeah. Can you really? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Do you go? Oh, Todd. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to tell you, all joking aside, when I go in the shower, people do not get in the showers near me. They don't. I believe you. I mean, I've seen seen to myself in the shower, dead bodies make me happy, so fucking kill someone. You know, and I I just start making lyrics up and going on it. And people get the fuck out of the shower. They're like, nope, we're late. I got one for you next time. Sit there and start masturbating in front of everybody and go like this. Oh, my God, I'm off the chain like Kayla. And just watch people just fucking fall over. That It'd is be great. horrible. I know it's terrible, but I think it's funny. That's as fuck. horrible. Also, also, if you if you sing out the song "Itsy Bitsy Spider," but as done by Metallica or a Slipknot or maybe Disturbed, Disturbed <laughs> is awesome. He and loves Scott loves Disturbed. Disturbed. Yes, but you sing "Itsy Bitsy Spider" with that voice. I'm telling you, people will get the fuck out of the shower. You, they will not. Uh, uh-uh, we're good. We'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Sometimes you just got to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> You're horrible, both of you. That's fucking awesome. What's so, your next question? No, I have. I didn't write it down. But um, so let me ask you this, all joking aside, that if you found out, let's say you're with a woman, you're engaged, Everything's going good. You're like, hey, I'm going to start a family with this chick. She is the bomb diggity, blah, blah, blah. Then after you say I do, you find out that she was in jail for murder or something like that. But she never told you. What would you do? Ask her why the fuck she didn't tell me. Okay. What about you, Scott? Well, Scott is Scott already knows all his <laughs> girlfriends want to kill him anyway, so it don't matter. I would be disturbed by it only because she felt the need to hide that. From yeah, me because, that's what I was thinking too. Because when, when when you're involved in a serious relationship, yeah, I mean, I, I don't expect somebody to come out and tell me everything all at once, unless they're really a dude. Like seriously, if they had like the sex change uh, and they're now a chick, I want to know that upfront. Only because I'm not saying no. I just want the opportunity to have think that about choice. It. Yeah, to, to have the choice to see if I can handle that or if I can't. Right. But you know. Before we get engaged or anything like that, that's one of the things you got to talk about. You got to be open about it and go, okay, hey, look, I got something to tell you. I was, I got arrested for murder, and and da da, and this right. is this is what happened. It was like X amount of years ago or whatever. Have that discussion because I don't want to be married to somebody because if something big like that comes up, it's going to make me wonder. It's a trust thing, right? Yeah. What else is this crazy ass chick hiding from me? Right. To me, it's, it, to me, it would be a trust thing. And that's my whole thing. It's like, it's like, okay, you know, so we've done all this sharing and everything, but you don't trust me enough to tell me that. Why? Or, you know, you understand what I mean? Right. Okay. Uh, it's part of good communication. Yeah. That may work for you, but I'm going to tell you, most of the women in my life knew I have killed people. I mean, my God, I had photos on my, la- on my computer where the, 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 the cops found them of Holly butt-ass naked twat-boxing herself with two guns that had suppressors on them. And I'm going to tell you, when a woman sticks a suppressor in her pussy, you don't say shit to take out the camera and start filming this shit. Brutal Nation uh, just the became road, the porn show. I was going to say, did we go pornographic? <laughs> now i got to have a different disclaimer. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Totally Todd. different disclaimer. Uh, hey, we already uh, say uh, listener sorry, discretion is I, advised. I'm just being real about it, okay? I mean, that, when you get old and you're 85 years old and you're, at the, you're in the old folks' home and the old geezer beside you is going, 
back in the day, I got all the hotties, ah, 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 and you go, no, fuck this shit. And you pull out your tablet, and you slide it across, and you get him a slideshow going, I hit this one, and this one, and this one. You'll notice all the photos in the background are the same, because it's my living room or my, or my bedroom. That's what my attorney says when he saw all the photos. Did you have a so heart-shaped bed? No. Okay, good. <laughs> no. Did you have a mirror no, on the I ceiling? Need, I, need I want a mirror on the ceiling. That's I want a I mirror want. on my ceiling. No. But did you? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> now, if you want one, I will put one in. I didn't have any swings from swings, you know, hanging from the roof. I didn't have well, any fucking weird shit. But, Honestly, I mean, I like to get my fuck on, but I'm pretty vanilla, believe it or not. I don't get into all that freaky dicky stuff. You pee on me, the date's over with, damn it. Uh, no, no golden tea night. time for Todd. <laughs> no golden showers. Keep your hand away from my ass. Golden showers bring May flowers. I don't. I don't touch there. You don't touch there. But the. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, he might like it's it. Gonna, it's going to time us out pretty soon. By the way, guys, it's uh, for 44 minutes and 18 seconds. All right. Well, I'm pretty much done with questions anyway, okay. so we can just chitter chatter. But um. So let's wrap the episode up, and then uh, you two can cheer chatter while I hit the bathroom. How's that sound? You can go hit the head. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. All right, boys and girls. Remember, you can send us an email at brutalnation at twistedbluellc.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs. Log on to Facebook. Join Citizens of Brutal Nation and continue chatting with us. Uh, let's see Keep what the else. the chat going. That's right. This show's copyrighted 2023 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved. And if you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast, they're lying. Thieving bastards. bastards. And we'll see you guys later. Say bye-bye, Todd. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.